This week's episode of Trees 3 here on Sports Tree LTD. Folks, I'm your man Connor Rountree as always. We're going to start this week's show off as always with our stump and bump of the week. Starting out with our bump of the week, it has to go to George Rush St. Pierre. He was inducted into the UFC Hall of Fame on Thursday night. The first pay-per-view, the first UFC event I ever even watched with my dad was George St. Pierre in Toronto. He paved the way for Canadian mixed martial arts fans as a whole, but he also went 26-2 as a pro fighter and avenged both of his pro losses with emphatic knockouts. He holds the record with nine welterweight title defenses and never lost his belt. He also went up to the middleweight division and finished Michael Bisping to win the middleweight championship of the world. He not only cleaned out the golden era of welterweights in the UFC, he beat BJ Penn and the aforementioned Bisping Truly a pound-for-pound pound king and the greatest fighter of all time in my book. GSP, you get my bump of the week. Our stuff of the week is actually a co-stump, and it goes to Rory McIlroy and Ian Poulter, but a little bit more Rory McIlroy than Ian Poulter. These guys teamed up in the Ryder Cup to get everything going for the Europeans, and they lost the first five holes of alternate shot. Down five through five. They didn't win a hole until the back nine. And you guessed it, they lost that match. Roy McIlroy actually went on to lose both of his matches on Friday in the Ryder Cup for the first time in his career to lose two matches in one day. You have to be better, you stump. Folks, that leads us into number three here on Trees 3, and it is the Ryder Cup. Team USA leads the 43rd Ryder Cup 6-2 after the first day at Whistling Straits. The alternate shot action was dominated by an American squad who fed off an electric crowd, taking a commanding lead of the competition 3-1. Remember, it's the first team to reach 14.5 points that will take home the Ryder Cup, unless it's the Europeans. If they get 14 points, they will retain it. I took the Europeans on the Monday morning wrap. I like their team cohesion more than the Americans. But Come Sunday and those single matches, I like the veterans on the European team. Ian Poulter lives for the Ryder Cup. Sergio Garcia locked in a point today, and there are a few better golfers in the world right now that are in better form, may I say, than John Rahm and Victor Hovland. The Europeans are entering the weekend at 9-1 underdogs right now, down 6-2. Give me that. Coming in number two this week on Trees 3 is UFC 266. And I'm going to lay my three favorite picks on you for both the prelim card and the main card along with a wild card pick. And our first fight that we're going to look at of the night is the very first fight on the card. It's Jonathan Pierce versus Omar Morales. Morales is 11-1 and has a massive 71-inch reach for the featherweight division. His only loss is to Giga Shikadze who just knocked out Edson Barbosa. If this fight stays on the feet, I like Morales to finish it by knockout. Pierce was knocked out by Joe Lozon in the first round not two fights ago. Morales has my pick of what opened up as a pick em fight, but now Morales is pulling away as the favorite. Get on that train with me, folks. Up next, folks, it's Semmelsberger versus Sano. Say that five times fast. Sano hasn't won a professional fight in over seven years, and the only reason he's on this card is because he's Nick Diaz's friend. Take Semmelsberger for the finish. As for Santos versus Modafari, both of these ladies average over 14 minutes of octagon time. That makes me feel really good about taking the over one and a half rounds in this fight. For a wildcard pick, on the prelim card, it's Marab versus Marais, and I like Marab in this one. He knows how to put the pace on his opposition, and Marais, well, he's got a worse gas tank than an electric car. Make sure you take Marab in this one. On to the main card now, folks. Jessica Andrade is a better striker than Cynthia Calvillo, and she's a former champion, and she's better on the 
ground, and she's stronger. I like her to win this fight and get her name back into title contention. Next up, folks, it's Robbie Lawler versus the return of Nick Diaz. And let me put this little thought out there for all you Nick Diaz fans. Robbie Lawler has been in the gym training and fighting and coaching over the last six years. Diaz hasn't fought in that same six-year time window. What are you guys thinking? Look, at 39 years old, Lawler can go down as one of the all-time greats if he gets this win back against Nick Diaz on Saturday night. One of the biggest names in the sport. If Lawler can get that win, I expect him to retire on one of the biggest cards of 2021 on the top of the scene against Nick Diaz in a five-round fight. Look out for Robbie Lawler in this one, folks. He's more well-conditioned, and Nick Diaz made the UFC move this fight up to 185 because he couldn't make weight. Make sure you take Ruthless Robbie. Lawler. Next up, folks, in our lock of the night is Valentina Shevchenko defending her belt against lucky Lauren Murphy, and she will not feel so lucky on Saturday night once that octagon cage locks her in with bullet Shevchenko. Shevchenko is simply the most dominant UFC champion right now reigning over her division. No one in that division even holds a candle to her, and she'll prove it again on Saturday night. I think she finishes Lauren Murphy with a vicious knockout. Our wildcard pick, folks, is the main event. It's Brian Ortega versus Alexander Volkanov. Volk is the most well-rounded fighter in the UFC for my dollar, but for me, he hasn't yet passed the jiu-jitsu test, and it's martial arts, not boxing and wrestling. Brian Ortega is the best grappler in the UFC from the 145 division and down, and I'll gladly debate that with anyone till I am blue in the face. You add that boxing in that he displayed against a Korean zombie, and Alexander the Great may be overlooking his newest challenge. At the end of the day, Max Holloway is the best fighter in that division. I can't wait for the winner of this fight to fight him again, but in that case, on Saturday night for how great Volk is. Ortega presents more paths to victory. I'm riding with the underdog and T-City. Look out for Brian Ortega. If he gets his arms on Volkanovski or any of his limbs, that guy's an anaconda with his jiu-jitsu. Multiple finishes. Look out for another one on Saturday night. Folks, I was watching a movie this week about a couple of gunslingers called The Magnificent Seven. And I'm going to give you my Magnificent Seven picks for the NFL with a couple gunslingers including the first one up. It's Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs taking on Justin Herbert and the Chargers. Both these passing offenses rank among the top six in the NFL. While I like both these quarterbacks to sling the rock, KC have won 31 out of their last 35 games against AFC West opponents, and I like them to make it 32 of 36 come Sunday. Speaking of divisional rivalries, the Colts visit the Titans on Sunday, and in that one, folks, look out for King Henry. He's averaged 138.5 yards from scrimmage per game with five touchdowns in his last four games against the Indianapolis Colts. Take the Titans at home. The Ravens are visiting the Lions and the Lions are winless on the season and they have to deal with the league's best rushing team come Sunday in the Ravens. That's not a good sign for a Lions team that has allowed 30 plus points in eight straight games. The longest streak in franchise history take the Ravens on the road. As for the Cardinals visiting the Jaguars, the Cardinals have a top 11 ranked offense and a top 5 ranked defense. The Jags are in the bottom 6 in both defense and offense. I like the Cardinals on the road. The Washington football team visits the Buffalo Bills this weekend. The Bills have a top three defense and have yet to ignite their offense. Washington has been shredded in the pass defense. I like Josh Allen that Buffalo Bills pass offense to get going at home. Bills win that one. As for Sunday Night Football this week, it is the Green Bay Packers visiting the San Francisco 49ers and I like the San Francisco 49ers at home. They have a versatile offense, a pretty solid defense, and I like them against a Green Bay team that's only played one complete half of football this season. Yeah, give me the Niners. For other NFL picks across the platform, make sure you go tune into the Bear Down Breakdown, our NFL show that airs on Wednesdays. You can see my lock of the week in our survival pool and Grizzly Bears pick of the week. 
As for our Monkey Knight Fight play of the day, folks, we're going to play a touchdown dance to get you in to win your share of 5K. And the first player that we have to select is Derrick Henry. Three TDs last week, five TDs in his last four games against Indianapolis. Yeah, King Henry reigns on. Our second pick is DeAndre Hopkins. Three tutties to start the season, taking on the Jags. Give me that. Nick Chubb is our third and final pick. That Barons wide receiver corp is banged up, and Chubb already has three touchdowns on the season. I like him to rumble for another one against the Bears on Sunday. Folks, as for a trivia question to get you in to win a pair of MLS or NBA tickets to see your favorite team play live, what does GSP stand for? What is GSP's real name? We said it earlier in the show. Folks, head on over to sportstreeltd.com right now. Hit sign up or sign in. And remember that an upgrade in your subscription is an upgrade in your chances to win up to $15,000 a year and tickets to see your favorite teams play live. Folks, I'm Connor Roundtree, and cheers. You've made it to the weekend. Three, two, one. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,